Good Monday morning here on Martin Luther King Day. I know I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping Shut the gun on the holidays. Over there. Well, everybody knows. Everybody might not everybody know. Knows. People are no. home. No, they're probably the people that are like, why are my kids home with me right now? Why are they not at school? Okay, kids still get off school from Martin yeah. Luther King Jr. Day. Well, so. I mean, at least in our district. I think it... There's some that don't. I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. Because I've heard complaints. I feel like... Well, and there are other <laughs> holidays, federal holidays like that, that some kids get off. And mm-hmm. um, what is 9-11 considered? Uh... It's Armed Forces Day, but it's something else, like a federal holiday of some sort. And day, some, of, day of Remembrance or something, something like, like that. that. Anyway, some districts get off for that day. and then... <laughs> Day of Remembrance or... I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come around to it in a few months. <laughs> we'll talk about it then. <laughs> uh, coming up on today's show, Bible apps versus actual Bibles. Ooh. What church girls and church dudes be like, and Blue Monday. But first, it is January 21st, and we've got a plethora of holidays to celebrate today. Like so so many that I just don't even want to talk about it. How did, I don't understand how they all ended up on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I I feel like there are some days that should be off limits. Yeah. You are not allowed to have a holiday on this day. <laughs> Elementary school teachers, you're not allowed to have a holiday on today. But elementary school teacher day. It is elementary school teacher day. Well, that's day. lame. If you if you are off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, then your students go, don't get to celebrate you on elementary school teacher day. Okay, so <laughs> either they're going to be sad that it's not another day that they get a gift. Because let's be honest, elementary school teachers get gifts at Christmas. They get gifts at teacher appreciation. If their students know their birthday, they get a birthday gift. All right, get off your high horse, elementary school teachers. They're probably... What more do you want? At this point, they're probably like, Good pay? yeah, I get a day off <laughs> for one of those days. I'll take that. <laughs> what do you want, a livable wage? Goodness. That's being a punk Jeez. today. <laughs> All of our elementary school teachers, you can write in your complaints. Send them directly to Matt Coker. We don't have a, a mailing address, do we? Uh, Not going to get on my home on address. Facebook. Find me on Facebook and I'll give you his home address. <laughs> you can mail it directly to him. I feel like this next holiday is one of your favorites. Rude. <laughs> it's International Sweatpants Day. Matt, if it was International Yoga Pants oh, Day. You're a yoga pantser. I'd be, I'd be on board. But, <laughs> I mean, really, who wears sweatpants anymore? Fat people. I was thinking speaking, that, but speaking, I wasn't Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> That's only for my people. <laughs> you can't say Listen here. Uh. <laughs> if the shoe fits, okay? If the sweatpants fit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, National Day of Sickness. You, National Day you've got to stop coughing right, coughing right in the right middle right when on I talk. The word. That's so incredibly rude. I'm sorry. Tell that to my throat. Throat? Matt's throat? It's involuntary. Shut up. <laughs> uh, National Day of Service. Mm-hmm. So I guess that means go out and do something. Serve. Not for yourself, but for another person. That is what serving is. Are you looking it up? Yeah, because I'm one. I'm, I mean, that's probably it. But it. You want to clarify? Could be. Ah, okay. So it's part of Martin Luther King Day. Hmm. Uh, 
National Day of Service, charge the corporation for national and community, and that's where it ends. Um, okay. Okay, no, it's similar. Okay, it's similar to, and it was National Day of Remembrance on September 11th. Mm-hmm. It's similar to that. It's 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 connected to uh, the main holiday. Uh, so they want MLK Day to be observed as a day on, not a day off. And it empowers individuals to strengthen communities, uh, bridge barriers, create solutions to social problems, and move us closer to Dr. King's vision of a beloved community. Way to go. Yeah, I like that. I do too. I feel like the world would be a better place if we... I'm glad I Googled that. I'm glad you did too. Uh <laughs> Hey, we've got breakfast covered for today. Yeah. National Granola Bar Day. Mm, is that keto-friendly? Granola? An IQ bar is keto-friendly, which is fake granola. It's really not that great. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's gross, but it's keto. So. <laughs> but I'm uh, eating it. Granola so. Bar Day. <laughs> I like granola bars. <clears throat> I feel like you have to go with the, like the, the penultimate granola bar has to be that. Um, is it? No, it's not Hidden Valley. Nature Valley. Nature Valley. The crunchy oats ones? and honey one. Yeah. Isn't that the 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 penultimate granola bar that you think about whenever you think of granola bars? Probably, but I, when I think of granola bars, I think of. Did you ever have the Sunbelt granola bars? Uh, nope. And they were covered in chocolate. Uh, that's a candy bar at that point. <laughs> no, because it was oats and honey on the inside. Sure. But it was covered in chocolate. That's what and a candy bar is. <laughs> Things in, inside chocolate. Shut up. <laughs> in a log form. Hush your mouth. <laughs> you remember? Hush your mouth. You remember when we when we tried to convince ourselves that kudos were granola bars? When they were just puffed rice with Snickers or M&M's all over them? No, I remember don't remember kudos? kudos. Oh, they were the best. Huh. So good. So I like Sunbelt because that's what my mom always bought growing up. But I don't even think I've. We I, have them in Albertsons. I can't picture them. Okay, yeah. but they're not with the other granola bars. They're over by you know how the no candy bars. not the candy bars. <laughs> um, over by like the goldfish aisle. Oh, really? And the crackers and Weird. all that stuff. Yeah, I know. They're on an end cap over there, but. I realized as an adult, you know, buying my own groceries, that we always bought those granola bars because they're only a dollar a box, uh, as opposed to like the two fifty that the other box. Yeah, we were yeah, poor. Yeah, I get you. We pull. Uh, National Hugging Day, Matt. No, thank Are you. Are you so excited get away for this from day? Me. Get oh, away from me! Stop touching come me! Come here, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'm a hugger. Ugh. I am. I'm, I'm a side hugger at best. I can remember when I think I was like 14 or so, and no, I had to have been younger than that. Hopefully, I was younger than that. Um, and things started to smell. My <laughs> armpits started to smell. And I, my mom, we came home from church one Sunday, and my mom was like, Meg, you got to start wearing deodorant. <laughs> I was like, but why? And she said, you especially have to start wearing deodorant if you're going to be hugging people all the time. <laughs> stink. Yep. Speaking of things that stink. Really? the next one? No. <laughs> We've got lunch covered also. It's National New England Clam Chowder Day. Ugh. New England Clam Chowder is the best. No, no thanks. You're nuts. Okay. No thanks. Um, Chowder. Chowda. Clean chatty. Chowda. Uh, hey, we can both celebrate this day. 
Yay! Own your own home day! Yay! I'm trying to convince Chris that we should own two homes and put our current house up for rent. I feel like you've been doing that for a few years now. I have been. What's going on with that? I don't know. <laughs> he is not on board. Um, I think this one needs some research. Okay. <laughs> Squirrel Appreciation Day. I don't if that sounds self-explanatory, Mo. Uh, but why? <laughs> That's my question. Uh, all right. Squirrel Appreciation Day. Let's find out. Is it because out. it's so cold right now? <clears throat> uh, let's see. The creator of this day, Christy Hargrove, is a wildlife rehabilitator in North Carolina and is affiliated with the Western North Carolina Nature Center. According to Christy, celebration of the event itself is up to the individual or group. Anything from putting out extra food for the squirrels to learning something new about the species. According to the Integrated Taxonomic Information Systems of North America, boy, that's boring, there are over 200 species of squirrels. Some of the oldest squirrels categorized on the list are the Nocturnal Arrow Flying Squirrel, validated in 1766, and the Black Giant, validated in 1778. All of these species, oh no, sorry, of all these species, they fall into three types. Ground squirrels, uh, I don't need to go on, tree squirrels, and squirrels that... Uh, Leap farther than the others with flaps of skin between their legs. <laughs> Those are the three. Ground tree and flappy skin legged squirrels. <laughs> uh, I think Mo's bored. Are we done? You told me to do are this. We I thought it was going to be more interesting. It's squirrel day. Really Just appreciate your dang squirrels a little more. Nope, that's okay. We're trying to run them over. And of course, Matthew... <laughs> As you've already spoiled, spoiler, spoiled it for everybody. <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, people. Get your MLKJ on. Do we? No, we don't do we recognize the J. The J. It's MLK. <laughs> when we do the acronyms, it's MLK. <clears throat> so, I think the first time I actually heard. Part of the Martin Luther King I Have a Dream speech mm-hmm. was a part of DC Talk's Free at Last song off that album, Free you know, at Last. I, it may have been the first time that I heard it yeah. as well, thinking about it. And I mean, that's where the title comes from. It comes from yeah. that speech, uh-huh. which I thought was fantastic. Fantastic use. The speech was fantastic? Or well, the, there the that, but also... I just needed clarity. <coughs> I needed you to be clear for me because I wasn't uh, sure. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I got a frog in my throat. I can't get it out. All right. Well, those are all the official holidays, Mo. But here, it's time for the news. And there's one more day what? that uh, we are going to be celebrating today. Oh, gosh. It's Blue Monday, Blue. which this year falls on today, January 21st. Blue. It is officially the most depressing date on the calendar. And this is by scientific, scientific method here. Dr. Cliff Arnold, a UK-based psychologist, coined the term Blue Monday 14 years ago to describe the third Monday in January, which he claims is the saddest day of the year. According to the BBC, to come up with the date, Arnold used an equation that took into account the weather, the average amount of debt a person has after the holidays coupled with their ability to pay it off, the time that's elapsed since Christmas, people's average levels of motivation, having to return to work, and how long it took people to break their New Year's resolutions. Well done. So this is apparently the day that everybody's depressed. 
Well, you know what? But at least I got the day off. Unless you don't, then I just add Sibley Monday. <laughs> True. Listen, if you are working today, you are allowed to have a Blue Monday. If you have the day off, <coughs> I'm encouraging you to n- not be so blue. <laughs> Let's be happy. Because uh, I'm happy. Okay, stop that. Okay, I mean, we have the rights to play it, but I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so that song was so oversaturated. Chris hates that song. I hate it too now. He hates I it. I even have a parody that I did of that song. I can't listen to it anymore. Well, Chris always so says, <laughs> what the crap is a room without a roof? It's not a room then. The song makes no sense. <laughs> Uh, uh, Texas sheriff is taking on speeders in his county by placing cardboard cutouts of deputies next to roads rife with lead-footed drivers. Williamson County Sheriff Robert Cody tweeted a video showing one of the cutouts, which he said depicts one of the department's real-life deputies, giving the appearance of a police presence next to the road in the Fern Bluff neighborhood of Bushy Creek. Cody. Brushy. Brushy. What did I say? Bushy. Sorry. Brushy Creek. Uh, Cody said the cutouts, which depict the deputy pointing a speed measuring radar device at the road, look like a real deputy at first glance. Hey. I'm okay with that. Way to scare your people. Uh, In Albuquerque, my brother told me a story of something that they tried, that their police officers tried, that went horribly wrong. Instead of having it be like actual police dressed as police they had their police officers dressed in like brown jumpsuits that kind of looked like they were yard workers or something and then they would leap out into the road pointing the thing at the people yeah so they think that they're pointing a gun at them my brother freaked out sped even faster then saw all these cops chasing him and he ran he didn't stop he kept going and, and kept swerving into neighborhoods and whatever and parked somewhere. But he was breathing so hard, adrenaline pumping so much because he thought someone was going to shoot at him. I believe Whew. it. And he got away with it. And honestly, I think he deserved to. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> that was a dumb move. <laughs> All right, Mo. It's time for Onion or Not Onion. I got two headlines. One's real, one's fake. Mo, you're going to guess which one is real. What is real? Play along at home. Are we ready? Ready. All right. Headline number one. Woman didn't know progress against toxic masculinity would turn boyfriend in such a weepy little pansy. Or new startup harvests young blood to sell to the rich. I had to repeat both of those in, in my your head, head a couple times <laughs> to really process what they both said. <laughs> I'm going... Remind me of the first one. Okay. Woman didn't know progress against toxic masculinity would turn her boyfriend into such a weepy pansy. Or new startup harvests young blood to sell to the rich. Uh, I'm going with the young blood startup. <clears throat> you are right. A Florida-based company is attempting to combat the aging process by harvesting the blood of young people and transferring it into patients 30 years old and above in a dubious new fad sweeping the U.S. That's <gasps> right. That's right. <laughs> We're in the above category. Ambrosia, founded in 2016 by Stanford Medical School graduate Jesse Carmazin, Carmazin 
has already established transfusion centers in five cities across the U.S., uh, Los Angeles, Tampa, Omaha, Houston, and San Francisco. Their ghoulish-sounding treatments start at just $8,000 for one liter and 12000 for two. That's a discount if you get two. <laughs> the blood donors range in ages of 16 to 25, while patients fall into the over-30s bracket. So far, roughly 150 patients aged 35 to 92 have reportedly undergone the young plasma treatments, and the company claims a waiting list has already formed. Some patients got young blood and the others got older blood, and I was able to do some statistics on it, and the results looked really awesome, Karmazin said previously. Uh, and I thought this is the kind of therapy that I'd want to be available to me. The idea was inspired by an experimental treatment called parabo parabiosis, parabiosis, which was conducted on mice and showed reduction in two proteins associated with cancer risk, though the study was both inconclusive and limited in scope. Uh, all in all, they've done a whole bunch of trials, and yeah, <laughs> young blood. That's so weird. Legitimate lung, young blood here. Isn't that the name of a? What is? It's the name of something. A movie. Young blood. A rapper. Like young blood <laughs> is what they call like the younger bloods rapper. and crips. Yeah, I guess younger rapper, younger. Oh, uh, young man blood. in the gang, maybe young blood. Young blood. Maybe it's just a nickname for young people that is typically used no, in maybe. black communities. But I've heard it a lot. You're not allowed to say that. Black communities. <laughs> if I not... can't say that sweatpants are for fat people, then <laughs> I'm not allowed to mention black communities. <clears throat> All I know is what I heard in the movies. Okay. All right. Whatever. I've heard. I've heard Cedric the Entertainer say it a few times. <laughs> The Young Bloods is a rock band. Thank you. Oh, really? Uh, very much. It's also a 1985 movie. See, okay, you didn't know that, and you didn't know the other thing either. I told you. This is all you, just coincidence. I told you that. <laughs> that's a something. That's a, a something. That's a movie or something. Hey, and what do you know? It is also a cafe in Amarillo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to find out what... What church girls and church dudes be like. Stick around. Back row morning show. I don't. I don't think I even said the name of the show last hour. I don't. Just know. in case you, in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know, it's the back row it's morning the back show row with Matt and Mo. With Matt and Mo in the studio on this Monday. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> and it's time for three random facts. <laughs> Woo. All right, are we ready? I want to learn. Well, then, be I want quiet. to be a learner of things. <laughs> Number one, Disney World is the second largest purchaser. That I don't know why that's a hard purchaser (laughs) purchaser (laughs) of explosives in the United States. Only the military, the U.S. military, comes in ahead of them. Yeah. Well, I figure they do a a a fireworks show every night. A big fireworks show every single night. Every single night. Every single night. Hurry. Okay. Number two. All night. Er night. 
Astronauts can't really cry in space because there's no gravity to create a tear flow. The liquid just sticks to their eyes and begins to burn. That would suck. Don't think about your dead dog in space. (laughs) I miss Fluffy. It burns! (laughs) The sadness burns! And I think I would just cry more. (laughs) (laughs) The never-ending cycle of burning. Somebody come lick this off my eyes. We have to land this spaceship now. (laughs) I just said a spaceship. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, (laughs) we're just going to roll right out of that one. You cry cry so much, you're just enveloped in a giant ball of water floating. (laughs) You drown in your own tears in space. What a no, way. because How would that, oh, you could, yeah. What would happen? <laughs> you would drown. <laughs> you would drown in space, and that you'd be the first person to drown in space. That uh, would be the worst. That would be terrifying. <laughs> oh wow! That sounds like a cool movie. How did your wife die? Uh, she went into outer space, <laughs> and cried herself to death. <laughs> Michael Bay, get on that movie right now. <laughs> uh, lastly, if you were to start with one cent and double your money every day, it would take 27 days for you to become a millionaire. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's, have you ever seen here's one of those the calendars? issue. Like, yeah, I've seen one of those yeah. calendars. Like, okay, it sounds real easy. Take one cent and double your money every day. Right. <laughs> How would I do that, though? <laughs> I need the, I'm missing a part of the equation. <laughs> No, I remember that being like a thing in school in one of my math classes. It was, all right, would you rather me give you a million dollars now or I give you a penny, but the amount of money you have doubles every day for 30 days. And so at that point, you know, it's several million dollars by day 30. And so that's what you have to figure out. You got to use critical thinking, which is the better route. I would have totally been like, look, I don't even care. Just give me the million. That's all I need. I'm not greedy. I'm not going to be greedy. If you're offering a million dollars, I will take it. (laughs) And then teachers would have been like, you could have had so much more money. I don't care. I don't. A million is good. How much do you need, guys? (laughs) Right. some greedy folks up in here. The love of money is the root of all evil. May we not forget. Oh, we got artists, social media updates, Casting Crowns members, Juan and Melody DeVivo are proof that opposites attract. Juan posted, in this world, there are two types of people. When using a carpenter's level, one will say, the bubble must be perfectly in the middle. And then the other one, holding the heavy thing, will say, it's inside the lines, just drill it. In this house, they are married to one another. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, nothing against Juan and Melody, but Janet and Roger proved to us a long time ago that opposites attract. Who Janet are... Jackson and Roger Rabbit. Okay, I had no idea what the heck you were talking about. She's the one who sang Opposites Attract, and it was her and Roger Rabbit dancing in the music video. Roger Rabbit? Yeah. That's the name. That's his name, right? Yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. But he was in a music video with Janet Jackson? Yeah. I thought he liked... Now you have me questioning it! I thought he liked... Uh, what's he the, does. What's the name of what's that? What's her name? The girl. Isn't her name like Jessica Rabbit or yes. something? Aren't they married? I don't know. He was cheating on Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Scandalous from the 1980s. Ay, ay, ay. Hold on. Oh, crud. Crud. Okay. I retract my statement. (laughs) It is neither Janet Jackson nor Roger Rabbit. (laughs) It is Paula Abdul and some random fox. (laughs) That's... That's who it is. How did your brain? What are you talking about? How did my brain? How did, your How did brain my put brain it together what? with Janet Roger Jackson Rabbit. and Paula Abdul? Roger Rabbit. Of, oh, look, I can it's get that. Sure, cat. if you're racist and you cat. don't know, I can't tell the difference between black Listen, women. You. But- <laughs> Listen, black women from the early 90s who were phenomenal pop stars. They all looked alike, and we all know that. There were two of them, (laughs) Janet and Paula. I got them mixed up. Scat Cat and Paula Abdul. don't say that. Huh? Scat Cat sounds gross. What? Isn't that that also the name of the poop that cats make? Scat? Or is it just animals in general? Wild animals? No, I didn't know that. Scat is a See, name when for I poop. think scat, I think jazz singer. Skibbity bobbity doo bop. Yeah. Well, that's it's also scatting. a name for poop, Mo. No, and you're that's wrong. Gross. Look, you can Google that too. I will. Watch me be right Keep about on going things. with your next, <laughs> next artist update. Let's inside. see how I can butcher Where did this we go one? to that? <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> carpenter levels. <laughs> we got the, the scat being the word for poop. Insight from Matt Hammett. Been thinking about the powerful ability to self-publish our words, whether written, spoken, or sung, through whatever platform gives us a send button. In 2019, I want to think harder about the words I choose to send into the world. I really like that. That's uh, putting putting more of a focus on uh, quality over quantity when it comes to what you say and what you broadcast and what you put your personal brand on. So sadly, I feel like I've gone <coughs> the opposite way, but I'm still like I'm I'm the things I'm posting are good things, but sure. I'm posting a lot of stuff lately. You post a lot. I know. I'm I can't sorry. keep up. Every time I open Instagram, like you know, you're you're one of the the few people I have that's supposed to show me stuff first. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, Mo has posted 42 times since I've been on Instagram last. I, listen, I'm hoping. <laughs> Never that mind. I'm gonna, like, close the app. <laughs> Shut up, you. I'm hoping that I'm gonna like make make my big break on Instagram because I ain't be doing those, nothing. You want to be one of those influencers that <laughs> companies pay like exactly, mm. exactly. I'll take free products and I'll hold up a flat iron or shampoo. This, this and... young blood coffee sure does invigorate my 30 year old plus frame. <laughs> I don't even need actual young blood. Exactly. See? Uh, Did you look it up? I cannot find any. uh, Are you serious? Yep. I have to actually Google this for you. Does scat mean poop? Scat synonyms. Seems to indicate that scat is used in reference to wild animal droppings only. (laughs) Synonyms of scat. Dirt, doo-doo, droppings, dung, excrement, feces, poop. Slops, soil, waste, stool, dunghill, guano, manure, muck, whatever, midden, midden. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All Let's right. Let's move on. 
Uh, we got a top list. It's actually two top lists that we've molded together. Oh, okay. It's uh, hashtag church girls be like and hashtag church dudes be like. And I'm going to read what church girls be like in my most sarcastic of voices. And Mo is going to do the other one for the dudes. For the girls. You just said for the dudes. Yeah. I'm reading the girls' ones. You're reading the dudes' ones. Oh. You my bad. Listen. Sorry. Stop thinking about all the synonyms for poop and listen to what we're doing here, Mo. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Church girls be like, I'm not kissing a boy until our wedding. <laughs> I feel like this might get offensive. Quickly. Quickly. Church dudes be like, why can't the church vending machine have monster drinks? (laughs) Church girls be like, Justin Justin Bieber's a Christian, right? (laughs) Church dudes be like, I bet I could write a Bible study based on Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Church girls be like, this choir rub is so unflattering. You're going more and more Valley Girl with each one. <laughs> the last one is just going to be ha 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 ha. No words. Just, Translation. Just, just vowel sounds. And sass. And sass. Hair flip. <laughs> Church dudes be like, oh, where's that? <laughs> Sorry. Church, Church dudes be like, why would I want to date a girl who won't kiss me until our wedding? <laughs> Church girls be like, read Song of Solomon to me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Church dudes be like, gross, Amy, you interrupted youth group. (laughs) Church girls be like, I'm Petunia, be my Larry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Church dudes be like, I brought my guitar. (laughs) Church girls be like, let's have a Bible study at Starbucks. Church dudes be like, hey girl, let's go pray together in the prayer room. (laughs) Church girls be like, can you hand me my Bible? It's the pink one with the sparkly butterflies on it. Church dudes be like, can you hand me my Bible? Oh crap, never mind. I left it in the car. (laughs) Church girls be like, look at that hot new guy. I think he's the one I've been praying for. (laughs) Church dudes be like, the back pews are full. Guess I'm going home. <laughs> that was a low blow, Mo. Well, that was you a know, low blow right there. My bad. <laughs> Sorry for you. I don't know what that accomplished, but it was sure fun to make that uh, those accents. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like my church dude was kind of stoned. <laughs> I'm gonna get stoned by rocks. <laughs> I have no joke. <laughs> <laughs> no joke prepared. No joke. I didn't expect drug humor, Mo. Well, Moopolis. Whatever. Remember when I used to make a nickname out of your name every time I we do. talked? Mm-hmm. I ran out of those really quick. You did. Megaroni and cheese. But there were a lot. Megan Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> it took me back, like straight back, instantly to fourth grade when people used to call me Mental Math Megan, and I got so mad because I was like. I don't even like math. I am no good at math. If you're going to give me a nickname, at least make it a good one. Why have people been giving me nicknames since before I could even 
How did you get the nickname Mental Math Megan? You want me to tell you? This is how, like, (laughs) gut-wrenching it was for me. Ooh, we have a couple minutes. Go ahead. His name was Steven Turner. Still remember him. And he was a jerk. But you were in love with him. No. (laughs) Not even a little bit. This is not a classic romantic comedy. Nope. (laughs) He was a jerk. But he was very popular. And so everybody else (laughs) everybody else was in love with him. All the other girls thought that he was so good looking. And all the other guys were like, hey, Steven Turner's the coolest dude ever. So when he comes up with this dumb, makes no sense whatsoever, makes me feel even worse about my math capacity nickname. Everybody thought that it was the funniest thing in the world, best nickname, and everybody called me Mental Math Megan. It made no sense. <laughs> My entire fourth grade year was me arguing, it's a dumb nickname. It doesn't even fit me. <laughs> Did you wear glasses back then? No. And you'd be like, hey, four eyes. I don't even wear glasses. I know. That's what. It's so stupid. That's what it felt like. That was my first year at a new school. And for whatever reason, so that was the nickname that he. Oh, it was so dumb. <laughs> that would have been period. so dumb. It would have infuriated me. Yeah. For that reason only, though. That yeah. it didn't make sense. Not so much. I don't think I would have cared so much anything that it had to say about my mental math skills. It'd be like. At least make up something that fits me. Call me fat. Something. <laughs> I, truthfully, that and I don't. I get nicknames all the time. I don't think anybody actually calls me by my real name. Well, I tried to call you Megan for a long time, and you forced me to call you Mo because it sounds weird when people call me Megan. They're mad at me. <laughs> Megan. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> so you got to come up with a nickname. So I don't mind nicknames, but I. Nicknames that don't make sense are those I mind. There, we learned something new about Mo today. <laughs> so, like, if I started calling you Bald Spot, I just be you'd like, be really. It doesn't. Why? Why? No, what I up? would. I what would up, probably look a lot in the do mirror. I have, like, do, do I, I have? I something? don't have one. <laughs> What is he talking about? Stress me out long enough till my hair does fall out. (laughs) Trying to figure out this dumb nickname. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about Bible apps versus using an actual uh, hold it in your hands hard copy Bible. So stick around. Uh, I think it'll be interesting. Welcome back to Hour 3 of the Back Row Morning Show here on this beautiful Monday morning. MLK Day. MLKJ Day, as Mo said earlier. It was a good day until you made me all upset, Matt. <laughs> Took her back to bad memory lane. I'm trying to redeem my day now. <laughs> uh, well, pretty much since we've been able to write, the Bible has been on a hard copy of something. Either a tablet or a scroll or a book. Things have popped up to try to replace that before, such as the audio Bible or those uh, 
weird little weird little flip. Gosh, they're like old school calculators almost. Like the screen's really small and you can type in what verse you want to read and it'll show it on there. Have you seen them? They still sell them at like Walgreens. Weird little pocket like a digital, pocket Bible. Pocket I think digital Bibles. It, yeah. yeah. But the screen's really tiny and yeah, it's just terrible. I've tried to use it before. I thought you were gonna talk about the <coughs> cassette tapes that my cassette parents tapes, yeah. Yeah, Jeez. tapes, CDs, MP three players players that amount to little more than entertainment for some people or quote unquote entertainment. Uh, but with the rise of the smartphone now, Bible apps have become more and more commonplace to the point where they've almost replaced having an actual hard copy Bible for most people. And, uh, it's sort of unprecedented. You know, Mm -hmm. this hasn't really happened. This is the first time that the actual medium has changed from hard copy to all digital and people have embraced it. Um, so a large portion of churchgoers are leaving their physical Bibles at home and carrying their phone with them instead. So, are you trying to open yours up? What's going yeah, on I guess I deleted mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there it is. I found it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry. All right, so you use, obviously, you use a Bible app. Which one do you use? Bible Gateway. Bible Gateway, okay. Because That's... it has the voice on there. Which oh, is the right, the new, that new translation uh-huh. that you like. That's right. Yep. They do have, yeah, they have almost all of them, if not all of them. Yeah. At least the English ones. Um, yeah, that's the one I use online whenever I need to find a verse quickly. Mm-hmm. I use Bible Gateway. Um, Bible app, though, on the phone, I just have a... ESV has a standard Bible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, no frills, no extras to it. Yeah. Uh, so I downloaded that one. But I don't typically use it all that much. Because I still have a hard copy... Ooh, pardon me. Hard copy Bible. Yeah. Um... I mean, I didn't even remember where mine was located on my phone, so. <laughs> so how often do you use a physical copy of the Bible versus a Bible app? All the time. Yeah. I, I I put the Bible app on there when Chris and I were going back and forth between translations, trying mm. to figure out what exactly verses were saying, you know? Okay, well, what is what exactly does this say? <laughs> um. But I don't think that I've opened that up or used it <clears throat> since before Thanksgiving. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, and I have a really cool journal, Bible journal that I got for Christmas that I've been using. Mm. Which okay. Ta- yeah. That kind of re- that choir almost requires a, a hard copy Bible just for the feel of it. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. For me, like if I'm doing some like deep studying of something, I'll usually go online I don't ever really typically use the Bible app unless I'm just stuck without a Bible and need it. But online, like on a laptop, mm-hmm. I will use a bunch of different websites, including Bible Gateway. Um, but if it's quiet time uh, or if I am in church and not in the sound booth, <laughs> then I will, which is rare, I will use my actual Bible. Mm-hmm. Um or the Bible that's provided for you in the pew in front. <laughs> no, I usually bring my actual Bible or leave it here. <laughs> I have one of them. See, that's the, that's the thing I always get judged on. So you leave your Bible here at the church all the time. Like, well, yes, but I have more than one Bible. Well, this is my church Bible. That's when you can go, do you only own one Bible? <laughs> I have 17. <laughs> Check your heart. All right. <laughs> 
so I guess the the real question, and, and it's a little different for us because seemingly we're both on the same page pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think the rise of the Bible app has lessened our reverence of the actual Bible? Okay, so I would have said up until a week ago, which it's so funny because I had a conversation that touched on this a yeah. little bit. Um, I would have said up until a week ago, no, it's it's the Bible. Things are changing. Yeah. You know, people always have their phone with them. Let's make it accessible to where they always have the Bible with them. Right. However, I was talking to a friend who um, we were talking about youth group because I have two boys that are in youth. Yeah. Okay. And she has all three of her children are in youth. We were discussing should we let them have their phones during Sunday school or during youth? You know, whether or not they're using their Bible app on their phone is irrelevant. Let's, should we have them put their phone away and use a hard copy Bible? Okay. She brought up the point that specifically for kids and even for people in our generation, in our age, if you're going to consider an idol in your life, what is that? <laughs> And for yeah. a lot of us, it's our phone. Yeah. You know, it's something that we can't put down. It's something that we have to have on our person most of the time during the day. <laughs> I remember that episode of Parks and Recreation where Tom Haverford was banned from using his phone, like legally, the judge banned him from using his phone for uh, three days or something or a week. And he made a fake one out of cardboard. Oh, yes. Tried to, yep. <laughs> tried to swipe it. <laughs> Well, and then I think that that even spurred somebody to actually do something very similar where, what was it? We talked about Oh, yeah. The, the, that, the no phone. The no phone. Yeah. yeah. Just a piece of plastic. Yep. You to can also, you... you can buy a no phone selfie. It has a mirror on it where the screen would be. <laughs> so that you can, you can get away from your phone, but not really getting. Right. It's like a placebo effect. You're yes, still holding you. it. You're still holding mm-hmm. that plastic uh, rectangle. Right. And so, yeah, so you can try and, yeah. I almost bought one just for the, just for the novelty of it. Yeah. I still might. <laughs> <sighs> but getting back to the idol aspect of it, if, if someone is struggling with their phone being an idol, but we're saying it's okay, use your Bible app. You don't need to use a Bible. Are we putting a hindrance in their hand? Are we putting a stumbling block directly in their hand and being okay with it? You know, Mm -hmm. just because they're using their Bible app? No. So for me, I feel like it is, it has definitely, definitely lessened the reverence of having a Bible. Yeah. Like this is, I have a couple of reasons. The first reason I think that it has is because if you're using it on your phone, you're going to be prone to distraction. Mm Mm-hmm. It's similar to if you were reading your hard copy Bible and someone came and dropped a, an Us Weekly on top of your open Bible. And it's, you know, hey, here's that celebrity you like on top. Well, now you have to make a decision. Okay, do I read that article real quick mm-hmm. and get back to my Bible or do I just brush that off and mm-hmm. keep reading? So you brush it off. Oh, here's that Sports Illustrated. It's come in. Here's the score of so all those games you missed. Uh, do I keep reading that mm-hmm. or do I do this? You know, if, if someone just kept dropping things in front of you, uh, every time you started to really get into reading, it's the exact same thing happening on your phone. Yeah. You read two sentences and ding, uh-huh. someone's commented on your post or ding, here's the scores of that game or yeah, all this stuff. You're always going to have notifications popping up. Mm-hmm. You even have notifications about things that aren't really notifications. 
uh, if you run a Facebook page or something, I always get ding. Hey, your uh, your subscribers haven't heard from you in a while. Why don't you write them a post? I'm like, right? oh, I'm busy. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, there's always something to distract you. Uh, but the other reason is uh, I've never felt right about reading a real Bible while sitting on the toilet. But I'm perfectly fine with reading a phone Bible on the toilet. <laughs> and that, to me, makes me think I don't care about that fake Bible, <laughs> the, the digital Bible enough. <laughs> that was the clincher. I mean, me. that's a point. Clincher that, might have been the wrong word to use. That, but that is the... <laughs> That yeah, was... That's a definite wrong word to use. <laughs> that um, was, that's what changed it for me. I'm like, ah, you know, yeah. It's valid. Yeah. Hmm? And like when you were like you were talking about with kids, you know, one of the things that I always got yelled at for when I was a youth was if I was too rough with my Bible, if I like tossed it instead of placed it down gently, mm-hmm. tossed it on the couch, tossed it in the back of my seat, yeah, in the car, mm-hmm. you know, I get scolded for that yeah because that's a holy book yeah that's that's the word of god we're supposed to have reverence for it you're not going to do that to your kid if he tosses his phone over there yeah, you stick it in your butt most of like... <laughs> your bra for some women is sticking it on the sweaty parts of everything it's, so gross. it's gross and uh yeah i mean we don't have that we don't have that sense of reverence because it's just another app yeah you can't even be like don't close that app with that much force that's <laughs> yeah. the holy word of god I mean, the the essence of what yeah, it is doesn't change. That's so true. And but how I mean, we treat it changes. Through the pages, that would I can remember getting yelled at for that. You know, like you know how you would flip through your pages in your textbook and you do it real quick because you knew exactly where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you ripped the corner, then oh well. I mean, right. it was a textbook, but I could tape it back together. But flipping through the corners of my Bible, my mom would stop. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> well, scrolling on your phone, yeah. you know? I'm yeah. I'm you've you're on to something, Matthew. <laughs> and I think that we've had this discussion on the we've podcast. Had, yeah, and we have talked about it uh, bits and pieces before. And we were <coughs> on a different page when we talked about it on the podcast. You think so? I if I remember I our remember. conversation correctly, we were all for Bible apps, which I am all for a Bible app. There's a look, yeah. But, I don't I don't want to feel like I'm pooping on it completely. There is a lot of good to it. Number one, like we said, access to a bunch of different translations mm-hmm. without having to buy all those translations. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh a lot of these things like U version uh come equipped with a bunch of like Bible studies, free yeah. Bible studies that you know are very intuitive and help you uh and remind you with notifications to keep reading and stuff like that. That's great. Uh, there's also a lot of a lot of them also also have like links to uh, relevant content, uh, things going on in the world that the Bible's talking about. You know, what things are happening right now mm-hmm. that the Bible talked about then. You know, yeah. there's a lot of great that can be done with them, but I feel like there's got to be a balance mm-hmm. between how we treat. We we need to treat that more as a tool for growing in our knowledge of the faith, the Bible app. But we need to have a reverence for the actual Bible, especially when it comes to our quiet time and and just mm-hmm. immersing ourselves in the Word of God. That's at least where I've landed. I agree. On the whole thing. I agree. I also feel like <clears throat> it's a good testimony, whether it be within your own family or with close friends and family who may not live with you, for your Bible to be out. 
Yeah. You know? And we talked about that last week in one of our lists. Uh, I think it was more about um, sharing the word, I guess, with your kids or something. Yeah. That just have it out and have yeah. them, let them see you using it. Right. How do they know that yeah. I'm reading my Bible versus scrolling Facebook Right. if I'm just holding my phone? You just Yeah. Although I remember his mom's always on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, truly. But for them to see me sitting on the couch or, you know, in my chair or at the kitchen table with my Bible and yeah. either just reading it or actively doing a bible study yeah that that sends a bigger picture home to them absolutely all right well that was good that was good hey matt let's uh, move on here when was the last time you yelled at someone <coughs> that's our, our ask, ask us, us anything, anything question? question for the day our, oh, uh, when question. was the last time you yelled at someone oh my <gasps> what okay go ahead you have a good one well you put your arms Go. up in the air. <laughs> when was the last time you yelled at someone? Oh, I mean, I'm assuming it was my kid. Uh, let's see. You haven't made it to the point in parenthood yet where you get to yell at other people's kids because of the way that they treat your kids. Uh, That's fun. Yeah, no, I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know if I'll ever be there. Oh, it's fun. Um, Deidre will. will. I don't know if I will. <laughs> like, Ooh. Deidre, go yell at that kid for me. <laughs> so, this, that, okay. Uh, what? That's when I knew Deidre and I were kindred spirits. Has she ever told you this story? <laughs> no. At the Awana Grand Prix, probably oh, six years ago, five yeah. years ago. And all the boys were just being punks and like booing for one person and cheering for the other. Uh. And Cannon, he was a kindergartner and everybody was booing for Cannon and he lost. And Cannon, my sensitive, emotional one, yeah. bawled yeah. and cried. And I had had enough. For two hours, we had all, as parents, kept trying to tell the boys, stop. Stop doing that. It's not nice. We're not doing... We're in a church for Pete's sake. For goodness sake, yeah. I jumped up, got in a couple boys' faces and said, Do you see how mean-spirited you're being right now that you have made someone who is your friend absolutely ball in tears because you cannot be nice enough to cheer for everyone you have to boo someone i hope you're proud of yourself and in that moment tina uh-huh. was completely blown away because there are parents i felt awful i felt <laughs> like it was one of those moments where i couldn't hold myself back but right. then afterwards i felt like crap i shouldn't have done that yep there were parents that don't attend the church that were there that saw me and yeah, it it was bad. <laughs> but Deidre told her mom, she's a mama bear. She stuck up for her baby. And I would do the same thing if anybody picked on my kid. And I don't think Eli was even born at that no, point. Yeah. She was pregnant with Elijah. Almost, yeah. But I was like, oh, okay. I have a fellow friend. <laughs> but that wasn't even my story. No. Okay. You just made me go there. That was your fault. <laughs> Well, Go, Matt. Go. I'm trying to remember the last time. Do you have a story? Because I'm, okay, I'm still so trying to remember mine. I've come a long way since then. Okay. Okay. Just recently, Cannon is now in sixth grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. The last time that I yelled at someone, I'm sure, was my kids. I mean, I, I'm a yeller. That's just... I grew up in a house full of yellers. I'm a yeller. It's one of the things that I really dislike about myself. So, I've come a long way. Canna now in sixth grade, there is a girl who is much bigger than him who picks up her backpack on a daily basis and throws it on the ground and kicks it while calling it Cannon and saying, I hate you, Cannon. I'm going to kill you, Cannon. 
Good night. Just, yeah. So, Cannon has told me for quite a few months now, and I know this girl, I see her on a regular basis. I was behind her at the grocery store the other day, and I kept thinking, okay, God, are you, am I, like, are you placing her in my path for me to say something? I have never said anything. Well, Friday, last Friday, I had to take something to Topher at school, and the time that I took this to him it was right after lunch, and so all of the sixth graders were outside mm. doing their recess, but it's not really recess because you're in middle school. You know? right. And I had just spoke to Cannon. I was leaving, and that girl got right behind me, her and three of her friends. And I heard her say, oh, you mean Cannon? And she said it because she knew I was his mom, you know. And I kind of looked up like, okay, God, I see what you've done. And I just turned around and very politely smiled at her and said, what about Cannon? Are you going to pick your backpack up and throw it on the ground and threaten to kill it again while calling it Cannon? And her little eyes welled up with tears and she said, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, I think you do. Maybe choose your words a little more wisely next time and turned around and walked away. And her friends go, oh. I can't believe she said that. And I got in the car and thought, I am so proud of myself. I didn't yell at that little girl, but I put her in her place. But then I drove about two minutes down the road and thought, crap, she could turn me into the principal. (laughs) 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 She could say that I threatened to do something to her and I'm on video because there's cameras everywhere out there. I'm on video talking to her. (laughs) Maybe choose your words more carefully next time. Right? <laughs> Sounds like a threat to me, Mo. <laughs> anyway, but that I that was the story you wanted to share. Really with. watched my my yelling recently. Okay. It's come to down to the just the right. indignant comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I remember the last person I yelled at and it was last night. Oh no. Uh it was a I mean it wasn't a bad yell. It wasn't like a super angry yell, but it was a pretty funny story. So last night it was raining and snowing. A little bit here. Mm-hmm. And there was snow on the car. And I was working, writing scripts and stuff for this, actually, for recording. And uh, Daedra goes outside when she thinks I'm not paying attention. Scoops a little bit of the icy snow up. Comes inside, gives it to Eli and tells Eli, go throw that at Daddy. Well, I see him coming with ice. And I'm, you know, with my computer and everything. I'm like, whoa, you stop right there. You do not come anywhere near me and all these electronics with that ice. And he goes, mommy told me to do it. And then he goes, Eli. <laughs> and so he tries to throw it on me. And I grab it from him. And I shove it in his shirt and pat it down just a little bit so he gets that cold on his back. And then I take it back out. And I go to Daedra. And I shove it in her butt. <laughs> And then I squeeze her butt together until it melts. And I said, is this what you wanted, Daedra? Is this what you wanted? Aww. That's how it ended. It's She's not, a good wife. For the record, that's not what she wanted. <laughs> it sure was fun, though. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's good that you can still... Your story was better than mine. Be, uh, be in love like that. <laughs> For coming up on 14 years. I'm glad that Eli just threw D right under the bus. Mommy told me to. He tattles on himself. Like, he's done so many things that he could have easily gotten away with. 
but he always has to like rub it in your face that he did this. Like he, he has snuck out many times after bed and sat behind the couch and like, listened to whatever show we're listening to. And he always has to pop up, go, I've been here for a long time. I'm like, you could have just snuck back to your room. We never would have known you right? were here. I don't want to tell him that. I don't want to yeah. say, you could have gotten away with this if you would just shut up. <laughs> but no, every single thing he does wrong, even like terrible things, we found out he's been peeing in his trash can instead of going to the toilet. And apparently, it's only been happening for a few days, apparently. But <laughs> they just said, why don't you go, why don't you go potty real quick before bedtime? He goes, oh, I've just been peeing in the trash can. Why would, you, why would you? You know you're going to get in trouble. That's hilarious. Be a smarter kid. Uh, no, no, he's a problem solver. He's yeah, like, I no, I, I got to pee, but I don't want to go to the bathroom, but I'm going to get in trouble if I pee in my bed. So, hey, trash can. Oh, How you doing? Gracious. All right, everyone. Stick around. We will be back soon to close out the show. back as we close out our monday show we got your bible verse and thought for the day bible verse for the day is galatians 6 7 through 8 do not be deceived god cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life and our thought for the day comes from david jeremiah whatever is bothering you today don't be afraid serve the lord without fear in holiness and righteousness all the days of your life. Thank you all for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with a mm, encore. I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together for you into a podcast or on backerradio.com. And be sure to connect with all aspects of The Back Row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at brbchurch.com. Hey, Mo, what's the final word? Oh, kids. They bother me. <laughs> That's it for today's show. Get away, kid. You bother me. <laughs> <laughs> if you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.